Hello, Quinn here. If you're a new listener just coming to the show, I want you to know that this actually probably is not the best episode for you to get started with. These episodes were relevant to the plot and great fun to record, but they are plagued by a number of audio issues that came along with the process of learning how to podcast. The audio quality is still listenable, though especially with this first episode, we have some issues. If you're looking to get into the show, I would actually recommend you scroll up past these prelude episodes and start yourself with what is just titled Episode 1. That is going to give you a good grounding in everything that's going on. There's even a summary of everything that happened in the prelude episodes right at the start of that episode. If after listening to the events that take place from Episode 1 to wherever you happen to listen to, and you would be interested in coming back and listening to the events that sparked things off, some of which are still very relevant to the plot to unfold, then I would come back and listen to these then, having that sort of grounding in where things are going and the better audio quality that we have in those episodes. Thank you. I hope you give us a shot. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South, an actual play podcast. My name is Quinn Wilson, host and storyteller. On this podcast, we will feature a group of performers and performance-oriented individuals from San Diego playing the Exalted 3rd Edition role-playing game. Exalted is a role-playing game that has been near and dear to my heart for many years, and the 3rd edition of the game takes all of the foundational material that I love and really refined it into something beautiful. Exalted is, at its core, a game about over-the-top mythical heroes of every background and type. If you would like a little more information on the setting of the game, I've recorded and released a primer on the game alongside our first episode. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to our players. Chanel Mize will be playing Rizzo, the sorcerer and scamp. Adam Davis will be playing Ajax Ford, investigator and archer. Milen Lenny Macias will be playing Godwin Corelli II, master performer and gentle soul. Before we get started, I want to inform you up front that there are some audio issues with the first couple of episodes we will be releasing. Episode 1 had some unfortunate gain issues, so the vocals are a bit drowned out and echoey. We fixed this problem largely for episodes 2 and 3, but you can expect quality on par with what you are hearing right now from episode 4 forward. With no more ado, let's get the show on the road. In the time of myth. When gods and men walked creation together, three grand heroes walked the streets in the city of Zhao Wei, struggling to pay the rent. So we open on a rainy day in the city of Zhao Wei. Full camera distance, you can see the two enormous trees that form the foundation of the city, and the basket that sits over this large river that holds the city suspended above this river. Rain is coming down. We flash cut to a closer establishing shot of a bunch of faces carved into a wall of this city. And we see three figures moving down the street in the rain. You guys have just finished up a job. What was that job? You guys completed it successfully. But what was something that went horrendously wrong? I ripped my pants. <laughs> Okay. 
That's a personal problem. Yes, that is a personal pan problem. If you think about it, when you're walking, like... You can't... (laughs) Go on. You dwell on it. And you kind of think, like, all these different scenarios. (laughs) It really undercuts your confidence. It makes you feel like, you know... Alright, so we need to make some money here. What if someone comes up and they ask for a, like for us to do a job for them? Lo and behold, they can see my underwear. And uh, I'm not poor enough to have multiple pairs. But that might be why they're offering you the job. It depends on the job. Well, they're offering all of us, and they look down and they're like, I guess, yeah, that works. I just, I don't know. I'm just saying that that really hurt my game. Well, we do have to clarify what the job was that we were doing. Oh, yeah. We were shoveling the sludge from um, the last rain. Yeah. We were trying to clear it up for um, the guy. What was his name? Uh, Cornelius. Cornelius, because he, it's like like a snow plow, but it's, it's for mud, so he could use his... Uh, I think they're called mud plows. You're right, mud plows. We were human mud plows. Also, yeah. this city is built up under two intersecting, like, enormous redwood trees. So this oh. place is probably lousy with pine needles that fell from the last rain. Oh. Makes sense, because after I ripped my pants, the couple pine needles got in there. So I want you guys to go ahead and describe for me your characters. <laughs> and to whom you're headed to report your success. But describe your characters and your names before you do that. Chanel? Okay. Uh, I'm Rizzo, and uh, uh, I'm a female, and I am about 5'3". I have brown hair, and there's a little bit of green in it. I was born that way, never bothered to ask why. And uh, I think I'm going home to my mom to tell her that uh, we, we just had a job. And we were successful, but I was personally unsuccessful. Okay. I'm uh, I'm Godwin. I'm a a boy, but you can't really tell because I look like a prepubescent little girl. But I'm 5'8", so that's how you know. I I wear bifocals. You know, they help with my vision. I I think that I look handsome, but I don't think the ladies agree, Um, which is sad. But, you know make it through the day. Uh, I got this neighbor right now. Her name's Lucy. I don't think she really likes me, but she's the only female in my life, so I like to talk to her a lot through the walls. And yeah, I'm gonna go tell her. Okay. Soft whispers (laughs) of success through the walls to Lucy. Lucy, I did it. I'm Ajax Ford. I'm a man. Um, I'm 6'1". Dark brown hair. I'm reporting my success to my pet box turtle at home. Oh, boy. <laughs> pet box turtle. Oh, boy. Rizzo's got a pet giant wolf. They should meet. No, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. So, also, describe Rizzo's wolf. Well, my wolf, Rizzo's wolf, is light gray. Like and the gray. Like Liam Neeson. Yeah. Liam Neeson. Okay, this is my wolf. Imagine Liam Neeson as a wolf. 
but that wolf had a baby with Taylor Lautner as a werewolf. <laughs> Still got little a little patch of russet brown. So you know, because he's Native American in that movie. And just for that movie. Yeah, that's my wolf, but he's got green eyes. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And what's your wolf's name? Uh Qui-Gon Gin and Juice. <laughs> Qui-Gon Gin and Juice. Okay. I can, and we make it short, we just call him Quinn. Oh Lord! I'll allow it, but with a with the side eyes. Yeah. So you guys are are walking down these streets. Rain is pouring down. You got a little bit more money. Like you got enough that you'll feed yourself tonight. But not a whole heck of a lot. When running down the street comes one of your regular informants, a little girl. She's about thirteen years old. Oh, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Hey. Guys, there's, uh, someone waiting for you back at the office. Uh, what do they look like? He comes around, they come around a lot. So this is one of your regular clients that they're describing, so give me a little... Oh, so we know who This it is. person comes around a lot. Mm. Yeah, this person comes around a lot. It's, uh, it's probably, uh, Richard. He always has jobs for us, but... You know, I heard, uh, he prefers his name be pronounced Ricard. Ricard? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think he called himself a captain. A captain? Captain Captain Ricard. Ricard. Captain Ricard. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've never really actually, like, said his name out loud. Sean Picard. Ricard. Yeah, he's just a regular guy, you know, um, but he... We haven't been able to, or at least I haven't seen him at the office recently. He yeah. seemed pretty mixed up about something. He's maybe you guys should go check on him. Yeah, I mean he's getting wet. Oh, I guess so. Are we? We should probably go in. Smash cut two. You guys are sitting. Describe your office a little bit to me. It's pretty dinky. It's really dinky. It's kind of rustic, like wood and fur everywhere. I imagine Leather. there's probably a lot of wood everywhere. I would in say a lot city. of pine needles. Oh boy, just trek them right in. You guys don't have any, you guys don't sweep them up. No, we don't bother to because it's, after we first started working there, I am very tidy and I was like trying to at least put them in a pile so we could burn them later because it gets pretty cold at night and if we're working late. So, you know, someone walked through them. I'm pretty sure it was me. I have a pile of uh, three of them sitting on my desk, and I've glued uh, little googly eyes onto all of them. And uh, it's actually really cute. Yeah, yeah. I imagine Quinn probably likes to roll around in those bad boys. Yeah, he does. And you know, I I I just wash them in the rain. We don't we don't need to use you know running water or anything. I just use what the nature gave us. Right, it's wet season. Yeah, Yeah, it's wet season. Yeah, we got this uh, leak. In the building, and uh, so we, we put bucket. a little yeah. yeah, little pink bucket underneath it, and so uh, sometimes we just dip them in there, too. Mm-hmm. We'll just dip his paws in there. We don't have enough time to give him a full bath every time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's bad for their fur. So when you guys are seeing clients, where are they seeing you? Do you guys have, like, a dedicated table? Is it, like, a desk where you guys are all just sitting on, like, an extra large swivel chair on the other side? What's the deal here? Uh, we don't have chairs. We actually just have stumps. For chairs, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're very therapeutic though. The way we've carved them, to... ergonomically designed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Gives and a lot of back support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we sit in it all day, you know. Oh, yeah. so, I mean, the clients come first. 
And we actually they get the have, nice stumps. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They do. Mm-hmm. Which, respectfully so, I mean, they're pain. And also our Hopefully. stumps have little grooves from where our butts go all day. <laughs> yep. Well, I put a little pad on mine so I don't get butt splints. Splinters is what I was meaning. Some of us can't afford a pad, but... I don't know. I just made it. I can show you. But uh, I was going to say, after um, the little tables in the front, we actually have one cubicle in the back. So it kind of like looks a little more professional in there. And we take turns sometimes to just go cry in the cubicle. Because honestly, you know, people are people can be just real, real butts. Real butts oh, about yeah. everything. So um, if anyone needs it, they just say, uh, you know, I have some paperwork I need to go on. I need to fax this over. And then you go back there. Quite a little sob, come back, we're all good to go. It's kind of our dynamic. I sometimes go in 2 or 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. when I'm feeling alone. Yeah, that's fine. I don't. We don't judge. Sometimes I actually, uh, at 2 or 3 a.m., I like to sit in the office and I sit on the other wall of the cubicle uh, and I listen to him cry and uh, I think it's okay to cry too because, you know, he can't hear me cry over his crying. So it's almost like someone being in the cubicle is like, it's enough. For us to all have a good cry. I come in at 8 because I start at 8. So, um. You never needed a midnight cry? No. No, I, uh. No. You keep regular hours, though. Yeah, regular hours. We, you know, I still come in. Maybe I'll stay a little late with you guys, but I never, I never do midnight cries. Midnight snacks? Mid- not midnight cry. Well, sometimes I cry into a sandwich at about midnight. That's. That's very that's real. Both. That's both. Yeah. Midnight cry yeah. and midnight snack. Yeah. It's interesting. It's being productive. All right. So you guys just have a bunch of stumps. Are they sat around anything? Or? Uh, we have a couple of miscellaneous stumps of like various sizes. I'd like to think that sometimes we're going to get a couple other like customers that we weren't expecting. And they're of different sizes. And I'm not going to turn someone away or like make them feel uncomfortable that we don't have a, you know, a stump for them. You know, like the three bears. Goldilocks, like, you know, we don't want, you know, Goldilocks' brother to leave because we didn't have another size for him that wasn't quite Papa Bear, but not also Mama Bear, you know? <laughs> All so, right. Yeah, but uh, we haven't gotten any kinds of situations like that recently, so uh, nope. we've taken to uh, putting uh, pine cones on top of the uh, stumps as decoration. So each of the extra stumps has a little pine cone sitting on it. Again, it's very rustic inside. Yeah. Oh, man. Sometimes I'll have conversations with the pine cones. Yeah, each one of them is a unique little snowflake of a pine cone. Snowflake of a They pine almost cone? feel like friends. Yeah. Hmm. You put googly eyes on them? No, only the three on my desk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe we should look into that. Yeah. Because if he's talking to them, I feel like he should make some eye contact with something. Oh, I get nervous with eye contact. Oh. Is this making you nervous? Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we see Ricard... A balding kind of man. Beautiful. Light wrinkles, not nothing too bad. He's dabbing his forehead of sweat, and he's sitting with a little pine cone in his lap. Question. The little girl said he was getting wet. Is that wet from sweat or the rain? Probably both. <laughs> she probably... He's still dabbing sweat, but it's, it just, it's rain also. Okay. Does he have a regular pine cone, or does he have one of my googly-eyed pine cones? Because I have a problem with that. Oh, yeah, he scooped up that pine cone and is just cradling it. But is it a regular or a googly? It's one of the ones you had set on the on the chair. You tell me. Is, okay. Does it googly eyes No, if, it's, if it wasn't on my desk, it doesn't have googly eyes. Then it doesn't have googly eyes. No, it's not it's a googly-eyed one. 
Okay, so there's no googly eyes. No. no. Hey, hey guys, I, I got another request for you. Ricard, why why are you so sweaty? Because I'm I'm nervous and I'm worried. Why? My uh, my lover, he's gone missing. Oh. Is that is that what you wanted us to do? Is find him? That would be real good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we need to know a little bit more. Like, you know, where was he? You know, did you guys get in a fight or anything? What was he last wearing? You know, that kind of important oh, details. Man. Okay. So last time I saw. I saw Birch. He was, uh, he'd been keeping, like, some secrets. I could tell he was out at night doing some things, and I wasn't, like, completely sure of what he was doing, but I wasn't, like, you know, he's a, he's a private man. I didn't want to dig too deep into his affairs, Mm -hmm. but it sounded like he had recently come across, like, something real big, and, uh... Like a find? Yeah, like a find. Oh, I heard that he had some stuff going on outside of the city. He was being real secretive about it. He said, though, that soon it'd be a, we'd have a big windfall and then we could uh, we could move into a bigger place. You didn't ask any any kind of questions about this this job? No, I was trying to ask him, but he was dodging all the questions. Mm, crafty. Don't What's worry about it. It's going to be okay. What's his name? Birch. Birch. Oh, his Birch. name's Birch. I missed that. I'm good with names. Um, but he said he was going to go have a meeting with Seven Symphonious Chords about it. Well, I mean, we could start with that. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys feel like we want to do this? Yeah. Um, are but, you going to go home, or do you want to sit in the no, office? I, mean, I, I can go home, but I've heard that Seven Symphonious Chords keeps real selective company. You know, you can't just, like, walk into his house willy-nilly. So, well, how do we, you know, how do we get in with this guy? I heard he's having a, a big old party, maybe. <gasps> Let's go to the party! I love parties. But, you know, it's invitation only. No, we'll get an invitation. We'll get, we'll Don't get, even worry Looking for entertainers. <gasps> You're an entertainer! I do like to entertain. And, you know, you have your, um... My silver voice nightingale recorder? Yup. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I... I can do some backup dancing, like, that'll work. Yeah, that'll And they need to let me in, because I'm your manager. Exactly. Ah. Yeah, I I heard that uh, Honeyface Cherubim is collecting the the talent, so maybe... Honeyface Cherub? Yeah. Where does he hang out? Around Cord's Compound. Okay. He's, you know, you might want to go to some of the local bars or something. She's probably got, like, posters or something saying, Hey, we need you talented kids. They just snag one and then just say, like, Oh, we saw the ad. You know. Yeah, it's probably, like, little rip-off tabs or something. Okay. Well, let's go look for one. Well, uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated, and um, we'll start with that. Um, yeah. Okay. So he wipes his face trades hands with a pine cone, and puts it down. So he's now traded a little bit of sweat onto that pine cone that he just put down. He says, thank you, please just let me know when you find my birch. Okay, oh, yeah, no problem. Kind of ruffles up his coat and steps out into the rain. We're going to burn that pine cone, right? right. I'm going to not- take that pine cone. What? We might need it later. It's just covered in sweat. Okay, well, we, we might need that later, you know. What if, you know, I'm I'm going to take it. You, you don't need to, you know, no, I'm taking it. 
Alright. I didn't know you had a thing for Ricard's sweat. I don't sweat. have a thing for Ricard's sweat. Mm-hmm. I have a thing for, for being ready in scenarios where I need sweat. Not, I don't need sweat, okay? I need to make sure that I'm okay and I'm fully prepared with all of, you know, my ingredients to, you know, do things. And if something happens and I need that pine cone, look who's going to feel like a dummy. You, because you told me not to take the pine cone. So you're saying you need his sweat for a love potion. I don't, it's not a love, he already has a boy, a husband, okay? Well, he's gone missing, hasn't he? Well, what when, when him? we're going to find him. If I really want, okay, guys, if I really wanted to be with him, then I would have just not taken this job for us. Okay. So let's let's mm. throw that away. I'm taking this pine cone. Mm. I don't need these hmms. I can hear your hmms. And I'm gonna throw them away. And make room for my new pine cone. Okay? Okay. Whatever. Let's go pull off a little tab off of a sheet of paper on a a post. Flyer. Flyer. Yep. Yeah. Smash cut to in uh, Rizzo's between Rizzo's fingers, there's a little slip of paper that says "Open Call," and you look up, and it's the address that's written on the the thing. A short blonde man is waiting at the door. Are you here for the um, the auditions? Yeah, I am the young talent. That is me. Okay, I have some bad news for you. Auditions have closed. No, 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 they have. No, you don't understand. I am. Closed. I am the town. Look, would you like to talk to Honey? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, I'll be right back. I'm going to step in. Going to ask him a couple of questions. Okay. See if he's decent to talk with you, and I'll be right out. He opens the door, ushers you guys into a real kind of kitschy waiting room. It's kind of got that same wood, rustic vibe that the rest of the city has, <laughs> except he just played it up in all of the wrong places. Like, there's <laughs> definitely some rusted horseshoes hanging up in the corner, and a cowskin. but he steps out as you guys uh, have a little space in the waiting room. What do you guys do? Do not screw this up. I'm not- I do not screw this up. I'm licking my recorder. I know, you're licking your recorder, but to be honest, that's gross. Okay, Godwin, just to be honest here, you better play better than you've ever played in your life. Because we need this job. We've heard you play. But every time I play the best I've ever played in my life, you know I do that. Okay, well, play better than the best you've played the best you've ever played in our lives. I can do that. For those of you listening at home, Letty is legitimately <laughs> licking the mouthpiece of an instrument right now. Absolutely disgusting. It's horrendous. Making full-on eye contact. <laughs> it's disgusting. For people in the audience, it's a clarinet, and therefore the reed needs to be wet in order to be played properly. That doesn't mean you have to go to town on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a conscious choice. Anyway, <laughs> back to banter. Sometimes when I'm licking the reed, I like to think that I'm... Godwin, you're really just (laughs) losing focus here. I need you to buckle down and just get your shit together, excuse my language, and play. Play your favorite song, play my favorite song. Think you can do that? I know I can do it. 
No, I've always had my you shit You always say that. You always say that. And when we come into the office in the morning, even though you're already there sometimes, you say you've got your S together, and um, lo and behold, you you have your paperwork all in that's shambles. A that's, that's between paperwork. This is me and my instrument, and I'll be damned if I don't give the greatest performance I've ever given in my entire life every time. So what happens if you are damned? Are you going to go to... You know what? Never mind. I'm going to... This is fine. I'll bet you that pine cone that this will be the best performance ever if i give the best what performance pine ever cone? what pine cone ricard's pine cone your uh your secret love pine cone leave the pine cone alone and yeah he, you he steps in uh, oh interesting technique pine carol stop he says at present that certain urgent matters have come up that Prevent him from taking any auditioners at this moment. Does he know who my mother was? No, I, I told him that there's an awkward sort of man out here. I, you're lucky I'm, You're lucky that I didn't see you doing whatever it is that you're doing to that mouthpiece you before I left. You tell him my mother is Lucinda Corelli and that I'm here to audition. Okay, this is actually going to be a role. This is going to be... Charisma plus presence. Ooh, so I get nine. Okay, yeah, and if you want to add some spruce, spruce up some flavor in there, you can get some extra dice. Flavor, flavor. Ooh, I do. Uh, I was talking about stunting, not excellencies. But you could also use an excellency. Well, what is the what's the check going to be? How many do I need? You're looking to beat three. I think of good okay. what we got. Seven. Okay. Wait. That Lucinda Corelli? Uh-huh. The Swallow of the South? Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Hold on. I will be right back. <laughs> I told you guys I got this in the bag. I, uh, I'm really sorry. I just want to apologize right now. Yeah. I don't like bringing up the fact that she's my mom very often because, uh, she's Swallow of the South, huh? Swallow of the South. How do you get, how do you get a title like that? It's like a singing swallow. Mm Mm-hmm. Like Mm. a, like the bird that swallows. I'm sure it is. She recently died, you asshole. I'm sorry for your loss. Is that why you've been crying in the morning? That's one of the reasons. No, he's been crying because his life's a mess. That's another one of the reasons. There are multiple reasons. Well, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about this later. I need you to stay, stay, buck up. Okay. You're you're going even deeper this time on the on the clarinet here. Well, my mom is the swallow of the south. Hello. <laughs> oh, you're. You're Lucinda Corelli's kid? Yeah, I got my father's looks, I know. I'm not worried about your looks, son. That That is the most bizarre recorder technique I've ever seen in my life. Well, how do you think my mom sounded so good? Quite frankly, I could not tell you. I was hoping it was not a deep, intimate relationship with her instruments. Well, she and my dad were having a... Some marital problems at the end, and I, I don't really have an answer for them, but 
Oh boy, that's <laughs> not quite what I was trying to put down. <laughs> he is not picking it up. Oh boy. Um, look, I appreciate that you're interested in this event. We are very interested. I'm very interested. Seven Harmonious Chords is a very selective man. It looks like he wants to rush the performance up at the same time that I'm in the middle of this whole personnel kerfluffle. So, like, I've just finished it out, finished out the day. No, well, what if we made it your while? Like, we can just... You know, you take take away this whole little mouth thing going on, okay? And you, I do some backup dancing. It really complements the sound of the recorder. And our manager here will just, you know, bring bring it all together. He'll give you a back massage. Look, I don't doubt your capacity as performers. Okay, maybe I doubt your capacity as performers, but that's beside the point. What if I, I gave you a little taste? Is that is that what you need? A little taste. What I need is a little taste of revitalizing my revenue stream. This will give you so much revenue stream. Yeah, everyone mourned the loss of, of my mom. Maybe, you know, I'm, I'm a comeback kid. Comeback kid is, is really for, you know, the, the, the actual person, not their kid. Oh. You're just, you're just the kid. That's <laughs> absolutely not what that phrase means. But things look. are subject to interpretation, like my playing is subject to your interpretation. I think you should give it a chance before you throw it down. I agree. Look, I've got a lot of irons in the fire. Don't we all? I got a little bit of a problem right now. Where uh, one of my quote unquote employees is stealing from the company coffers, <laughs> as it were. Alright, so what if we help you out with this problem? Will you give me an audition? Well, we, we're willing a little more than an audition. Yeah. Quid pro quo, you deal with this little thief thing that we've got going on here. Thief, embezzler, whatever you want to call it. You deal with that, and I'll just get you into that show. Deal. 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 This kid. His name is Tremulous Newman. Ugh, and he, he's a feisty one. He's got a lot of spunk. I think he's the child of some sort of, like, farming magnate or something. Thinks he's a big deal. But here, in Zhao Wei, ain't nobody a big deal. Anyway, he's been skimming a little off the top. And, uh, I think he's trying to make his way out now. I wish I could tell you where he was, but I do know that he liked to hang around the tea houses. We'll go to the tea houses. I think I know a little bit about this kid. Sounds like a plan. More importantly, his father. (laughs) All right. So we are cutting to this tea house. Madam Faye's exotic teas. It's a fancy little establishment. They've pulled a lot from other cultures. It's not this weird kind of rustic feel. It's got, like, rice paper screens and stuff. Low tables that people have to squat down to sit at. And it is filled with all sorts of characters. 
what is the general tenor, would you say, of this establishment? Like, what kind of, what kind of folk? There's all sorts of colorful people here, but are they, like... Like diversity? Colorful people? <laughs> I mean, creation's a colorful world. Oh, yeah. But... Like, pinks and purples? I mean, they tend to go more within the range of human... Oh, okay. I think everybody's yeah. got a... It's a racially diverse Crazy colored okay. hair. <laughs> there is some anime-level hair. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Excited. You know, does it look like a bunch of ruffians? Is I it... would say it's a it's a wide variety of people. We've got some shorter people who, who are rocking the pixie cut, and they look like pixies. And, you know, we've got some burly dudes, but they all enjoy good tea. And um, they all got their pinky out. They're all rocking it. Everyone simultaneously takes wearing... a sip at the same time. Every I was, time. I was going to say wearing different um, kind of... The army green jackets. That's Ooh. that kind of vibe I'm getting. Okay. Not everyone, but it's, right, there's it's a, a lot trend. of olive jackets. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a trend. Okay. They've got some music, but it sounds like a liar. The liar. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's probably even like a shamisen type mm-hmm. thing. And the lights overall, the the lights are low inside. Very okay. Dim. Pretty dim. Mm-hmm. There's Maybe a couple, some... there's like a green light on just shining on a wall, and then a purple light just shining on a wall. So it kind of like, there's color to it, but it's still dim overall, not overwhelming. Okay. Everyone's pretty calm in the establishment, but mm-hmm. there's palpable tension. Like things could get kind of crazy. Like anyone's itching for a brawl, but it's not going to happen unless pushed to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So as you guys step in, a woman in kind of long, flowing robes approaches you. And how many in your party? Three. Three, wonderful. And would you like a seat at the tea bar, or is a table fine? We'll, we'll take the tea bar. Okay. Wonderful. Let me introduce you to Mr. Miramoto, the tea specialist. Sits behind the bar, you know? And she kind of ushers you back. You guys are sitting kind of close to that purple lantern. It's got like a nice little shutter and a colored glass that the purple light comes out of. And there is this kind of surprisingly muscular man with a number of scars on his face, um, but perfectly manicured nails behind the counter. Oh, hello. Name's Miramoto. Anything I can get for you? Tea. Earl Grey. Hot. You don't know how many times I've heard that one. How many times? Can you, uh, get me a meeting with the manager? Why are you asking for that right away? Yeah, that's pretty forward, kid. Uh, he'll take... Oh, could he'll- you put- okay, look, no instruments are allowed in here. We I'm sorry, I'm had sorry. no. We've had too many attempted improvised musical nights that we just have a hard band on instruments. No more instruments. Well, okay. We'll Please put, it put away. that thing we away. We will put it away. You don't put that away right now. Put it away. Don't. No. Don't. Did you just give that thing a small kiss before you put it in its case? Uh, no. Don't question my choices. I'm absolutely, I'm questioning your ability to even talk to the manager. He will have milk, okay? Uh, He will have some milk, and um, 
leave it at that. That's that's all you get right now. Okay. Alright, well look. Warm milk or cold milk? Warm milk or cold milk milk. Don't screw this up. I want a meeting with the manager. Oh my god. Okay, go ahead and give me <laughs> another Roll charisma that. plus presence check. This one is going to be difficulty five okay. because he's bol- bolstering this with an intimacy. Okay, I'm going to put additional. Uh, what was the uh, word that we discussed? Excellency. No, the other one. Stunt. Motes. 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 Yes. Um, you said it's a difficulty five. Yes. I'm gonna. Can I use three motes? Yes. Okay. Um, Personal or peripheral? We'll do peripheral. Okay. Since it's only three, it doesn't bleed out into your anima, so you don't have your little cast mark flashing. Okay, so you haven't actually persuaded him, but he's not feeling as resist. He's like, okay, at least the kid's earnest. So you've convinced him to not reject you outright. Okay. So, I I can't just give meetings with the manager willy-nilly. Like, why do you want a meeting with the manager? I mean, ultimately, we just we just want to talk to you know uh, a tremulous, a tremulous here, tremulous Newman. Oh, oh, tremulous Newman. He's. Or he's a regular. I guess you could call him a regular. Oh well, then you know, oh. t- tell your manager that you know the only thing we wanted to say was that he's got a fine establishment, and um, you know. Well, the the proprietor is a woman. Her name is oh. Faye. Oh right, right. You know, Faye. Me, me, and Faye are cool. Just, just tell her, just tell her that we said hi. I'll send her your regards. Is there any reason you were looking for Tremulous Newman? Any? We need to talk to. His father. No, no, we just need to talk to him. Oh. Oh. He, he, uh, you know, we were hanging out with him the other day, and he left something at my house, and I just wanted to return it to him, but it was actually the first time we had ever really hung out with him, so we didn't have a lot of information on him, so we just wanted to return the, uh, return the jacket. Uh, evidently I did not bring it with us, uh, so we just wanted to hang out with him for a second. Okay. So, could you please hand me seven dice? And what is your guile score? It's going to be down at the bottom. Four. Okay, and he got six successes, which I was not expecting. I know when I'm being lied to. I don't appreciate you bringing that here. I don't like to be played. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wasn't really trying to play you. I just, I thought that, you know, if we really told you why we were looking for him, you weren't going to. Well, that doesn't inspire any confidence in well, you lot. Well, you see, the matter for which we seek Remulus is kind of private. And if we told you, it would be an invasion of his own privacy. Hmm. I'll let you make a another Charisma Plus Presence. You're trying to beat a difficulty of three. I only have two. <laughs> I hope you roll well. You can use a. Can I moat? use? Yeah. Can I use moats? Do you have a dot in either of those? No. 
you can describe what you're doing in a cool way in order to get you extra dice. So, like, you know, you just had some physical descriptions, leaning over the bar or whatever. So I'm sitting at the bar. I'm only halfway on the edge of my chair, the forward edge. Mm-hmm. And I have my elbows rested up on the bar with my head rested in my hand. Okay. Yes, I will take that. Here <laughs> is two extra dice. Does it help if, meanwhile, I'm doing this throughout to psych him out? No! (laughs) He's not doing that. No! Okay, can I be real with you? (laughs) Alright, what? We are looking for this guy because he's he's a bad employee, okay? And this boss is just at wit's end. He asked for our help, and we're just trying to talk to the guy. And, you know, he heard he hangs out here. We just need to, like, talk to him. It's not, like, anything that serious, but we, we do need to know what's up. All right. Look, I don't know that much about him. I know that he was a loudmouth and kind of obnoxious. That's, that's why we're, yeah, that's why he got in trouble for it. And I know that Bushi over there, Bushi and the boys in the corner, he liked to talk to him. Had a little thing going on. I don't know exactly what it was, but they might have what you're looking for. Okay, so let's. Do you guys want to go talk to Bushi? Okay. And as you guys are turning away, he's just lifting up a cup of tea and a thing of warm milk. Never mind. (laughs) And he puts them down. Snatch that warm milk. (laughs) That sounds pretty tasty. Like a sleepy cat. And then I'll lick it similarly to how I've been licking this clarinet. Mm, okay. <laughs> just kind of licking the, the top of the liquid, just... So, skin milk. Bushi and Bushi's boys are actually about 50-50 male-female split. Um, and a lot of them, like all the girls are rocking those pixie cuts. And all of them are wearing these green jackets. Except... They're super long. Like, they trail down, like, mid-calf. And they're, like, they're at one of those, like, crouch-down tables, so it looks like they've got these little trains going on behind them. Damn, what a gangster. And Bushi is a man with long, kind of purplish-black hair and fine features. I've met Bushi before. Alright, how do you know Bushi? Bushi and I, uh, we used to go to school together... And one time I covered for him because he ditched school and I said present while roll was being called. So Ooh, nice. Okay. Is that Rizzo? Hey! What's what's going on? Ah, uh, not much, man. I, I was just, you know, strolling around inside in this tea bar place with my friends here. And Oh, I was uh, gonna please, say hi. Don't Growling at me? Uh, Don't look at his mouth at all. No, I just have sinus problems. All right. You should probably get that looked at. Trust me. They've tried. Right. Uh, And and actually, we're... I'm just going to be honest with you. How have you been? Uh, I've been all right, you know? Like, you know, you get so caught up in the hustle. Right. What are you even doing? Any like you no, know, you totally. lose track of days. Right. And... 
You just don't know where your days end and begin. They all kind right. of mush together. Mush together. Sleep when you can. Yeah, exactly. I totally get that. Totally get that. Speaking of business, though, um, we're actually here because we're looking for... Uh, Tremulous okay. new man. When I'm leading into something like that, don't, like, just... You know, I thought your friend would have a little bit more of a masculine voice. Oh, he kind of seems like an aggressive dude, but not really. Not and really. you think you can handle an aggressive dude? You betcha. Any quits? Yeah. Are you trying to pick a fight? No. No? No. No! Okay. Why would I do that? No. No, we're just looking for tremulous Newman. Okay. Because I've cut a man's fingers off before. I need my fingers for this. No, put it away. <sighs> there is a strict no instrument policy in this in this tea house. This isn't just an instrument. I. We have an emotional connection. That makes it his so much worse. His mom swells. Let's just let's just go. Let's go past it. Okay. All right. So, Newman, tremulous Newman. I just need to know what you know about him and, like, how how can I find him, you know? Okay. From one buddy to another, you know? So, like, let me just be on the up and up with you. I think he's trying to cut and run from the city. Are you serious? A hundred percent. Well, do you know where he is right now? He's been talking about, like, this warehouse space down on the, uh, the edge of the city where the uh, where they raise the boats up. <gasps> and there's oh. this, uh, this empty warehouse. This company went out of business recently or something. I don't exactly know. The Fleming. Yes. Yeah. And... We've been there before. Yeah. I think he's uh, taken up this warehouse and he's moved a bunch of goods in there. Well, what kind of goods? It sounds like he's trying to get into the uh, the soft trade with the guild. Uh, some opium. I think he's been stealing opium. <sighs> Sorry, I just gasped. Okay, thank yeah. you. Thanks for, for that. the info. I, we'll, yeah. just, we'll head out there. Um, I'll stop back, and we should hang out sometime. Yeah, like, yeah. I haven't seen you in so long. It's been a really long it's time. It's crazy. Yeah, it is, it is pretty crazy. Okay, yeah, I'll see yeah. you. Okay, yeah, I'm going to leave now. Rizzo, I don't think you should... Bother spending time with Sky. Okay, bye. Bye. Nice meeting you. It was nice to meet you too. We go to the boat. Okay, now it looked like Lenny had something to say. Nope. (laughs) Alright. I had nothing to say. I just like to wink awkwardly (laughs) at people to make them uncomfortable. Okay. (laughs) The rain is coming down hard, and the city streets smell like wet wood. Uh, you guys have to kind of turn down an alley to get into the main entrance of this warehouse. For what? What do we have to turn down Sally for? To turn down <laughs> for <her>. what? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a little side? So one time I was walking down the street and uh, this man was like, Hey, do you listen to music? And I was like, Nah, I don't, I don't really, I don't, I, I turn, I, I turn, uh, I turn up, I just turn it up. And he's like, wait, what, what do you, why don't you turn down? And I was like, you, you turn down for what? And I was like, ah? And he's like, you got me to say it! And then I just, I just kept walking. I like trolled him on the street. Oh my god. 
It's irrelevant. <laughs> it, must, it, had to, it had to be said. Thanks for sharing that moment with Chanel. <laughs> the beautiful musical room. moment. Okay, but as you guys are coming down this alley... Coming in hot. What does Rizzo's otherworldly sense feel like? Well, I'm feeling... I was just going to say, I feel real froggy right now. Uh, I get the sense that we're kind of being watched, but I can see that there's nothing in the alley with us. Mm -hmm. Maybe a couple dumpsters, there's a couple rats, and one raccoon. Okay. Uh, But I definitely feel something there. It feels... Okay. Do you want to use spirit detecting glance then? Yeah. Okay. I think that costs one mode. It might cost three. Okay. There it is. Got it. Three modes. And I'll use that as uh, the peripheral one. Cool. So you are down to 26. Cool. And you look over... And there, you can see kind of slinking around the side of the building, is a dog-shaped creature that kind of looks as though it's cobbled out of a bunch of street garbage. Mm -hmm. It looks at you, you can see it like sniff, it looks at you, and it howls as there's a blur of motion from behind the building, and a bunch of street thugs come running around. Towards us? Yep, and that's the end of the session. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to Swallows of the South. It means a whole heck of a lot to me. If you'd like to get in contact with the show or learn more, please visit us at our website at swallowsofthesouth.com, visit our Twitter at swallowsofsouth, or see us on Tumblr at swallowsofthesouth.tumblr.com. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a rate or review on iTunes. I would like to give a quick shout-out to Michael at the RPG Academy for a lot of the advice which is going to result in the increased audio quality in upcoming episodes. Our theme music was New by Elvis Herod, and I hope to see you next Tuesday.